0: Well welcome to CEO talk Thursdays and man it's been an incredible week before we get into it uh, let's pay the bills real quick so uh, we have becoming more part six Uh, what happens when the dream dies the rebirth okay that workshop is going to be a phenomenal workshop it will be in Queens if you haven't gotten your tickets inbox me Uh, you can give me a call if you have my number. Okay, or reach out to me on any social media platform that you see the event being advertised uh, or any outlet that you've seen the, ad- the advertisement, advertisement for it and give me a call. Okay, it's going to be a very, very powerful, life-changing, business-changing, uh, internal, philosophy-changing event. Okay, if you are someone who is looking to really accomplish the goals that you actually didn't really write down, the ones that were too scary, too big, that you really didn't write down, we're going to help you do that, okay? We're going to help you to shift your mind, okay? Shift your thinking, the power of thought, the law of thought, okay? okay, We're going to teach you all these things, how to take control of your emotions because it's with your emotions plus your thought is what creates the manifestations in your life. We're going to teach you how to horn it, okay? how to How to cultivate it all these things it's going to be a very powerful event i will see you there okay um and also and also there will be um becoming more part seven take flight the turbulence series okay and i'm going to talk about that a little bit i some key points that i'm going to be talking about at that workshop which will be in april i'm going to talk about it on this podcast here today um we're going to get into it in a little second so just keep those workshops in mind especially Becoming more part six, the rebirth it's going to be an incredible, incredible event. You got less than 30 days to get your tickets. The link might even be shut down. Um, if it is already, you can reach out to me directly. And so let's get into it. Last week, we had what? We had what? The four stages of business, right? And we talked about the last two stages. Now we're going to get into the first two stages, which is the concentration stage. Okay. And also the formulation stage. All right. Now here's 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 the thing. Here's the thing. The concentration stage takes two to three years to build. Okay. The formulation stage takes one to three years to build. Okay. So you're looking at six years already put in, depending on how you're building it. Or you may be looking at three years putting in, because sometimes things happen at the same time. What I would say is I'm hoping that it is a six-year plan because you need to divide time into these two stages. Okay, now I want to jump into the concentration stage. Okay, in the concentration stage, remember I talk about having a star product, right? You've heard me speak about this multiple times, having a star product. But you need to find out what is your star product. Sometimes your star product isn't the one that's selling the most. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Sometimes your star product or service isn't the one that's selling the most. Okay? Your start product is the one that's being talked about the most. It's the ones that people are are exchanging conversation about the most. Yes, you may have a product that's flying off the shelf because of a particular reason, but you may have another product where people talk about and and, and in an endearment way. The reason why that product is not flying off the shelf more than the other one because the other one may be cheaper or lower in price and the other one may be greater in price and so you're only selling to a particular market that can afford that product instead of instead of increasing your market and decreasing the price which will still drive up more value and revenue hope you're following me here a lot of business owners don't do that they do the opposite now depending on your company. Depending on your market, it may work for you the opposite way. But what I've come to find out in my own endeavors, in my own failures, in my own industries that I've been a part of, that most times you should decrease or have your star product at a a fair price because it it will be able to spread through the market through a lot of people instead of just putting it in one box. Now, you could start out in one box or one market area at a high price value and you can decrease or you can start in a low market value and increase it's all about what target market you actually want to go after and what target market is actually the one that that will create the best revenue see this is why you have to do research this is why you have to do testing okay and and a lot of a lot of CEOs and vendors owners don't want to put money in revenue towards testing because they know that it's, that's that's gonna that's taken out of their profit, that's taken out of their bottom line. But listen, it takes money to make money. We know this saying; it's been around for a long time. The reason why you keep hearing it is because the true saying: it takes money to make money, and you have to understand that you need to put legs on your money. They need to go walk for you. Okay? Stop hoarding and holding your money. You know, I I I've met some people in my life. If you walk into their home, they just have a bunch of nothing that's just just sitting around. And they're hoarding stuff. Don't be a hoarder with your money, okay? Don't don't be the person, I'm going to save, 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 save. And then you die next week. And your savings becomes nothing. And if you have no one to leave it to, guess who gets it? The government. (laughs) And all you worked for, all you taught for goes out the window, okay? Now, I'm not telling you not to save. What I'm telling you is be smart with the money, okay? Understand what money was created for put legs and overalls on your money not not only to bring money back to you before it's truly go to work for you so you're clocked in your money should be clocked in before you right your money should show up to work before you okay so you need to find out what product or service that people are talking about the most that's what's selling the most but what's talking about the most that's very important that's very vital it's very key okay and then you need to improve on your star product. You need to revamp it. Okay. They say hey you know. Don't fix what's not broken. Well sometimes you do got to fix. What's not broken. <laughs> right. Just because something is working for four or five years. Doesn't mean it doesn't need an overhaul. It doesn't mean a rebranding. Okay. You want to know why. And here's the key thing. That people miss. And I'll, I'll give you an example. The world is always changing. Hello. <laughs> Did you hear me. The world is always changing. So if the world is always changing and the way that that we're doing things is always changing, then that means you need to be connected to the world. You need to to change while the world is changing. Let me give an example of of a company that did not do that. Blockbuster. They said, hey, we know we, you know, this thing been working the way it's been working for the last, you know, 10 years and we're just going to continue, yeah, we know that CDs is coming out, Uh, you know, we we know that VH1s is still being played, Uh, and we know all the other things is happening, Uh, and we know that now streaming services is getting ready to happen, and we we know all these things, but we're going to stick with the VH1, and then what happened, VH1s went, matter of fact, if I catch anyone, if I catch anyone, if you're listening to, I'm talking to you, if I catch you, Walk, if I walk into your home and I see you popping a VH1, I'm popping back out your home. I'm out of here. Something is off. That's like meeting someone who doesn't have a cell phone. And when I ask you for your number, you know, say, like, well, you know, I don't have a cell phone. OK, I, 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 I'm going to pause and be quiet for a second because I'm giving you time for the explanation of why you don't have one in this modern world, especially if you're in business. Now, I'm not knocking not having a cell phone. I'm just making an example. Right. But well, what happened to Blockbuster and Netflix? right? And the owner Netflix, they came, they came to blockbuster and they denied them. Okay. Don't be blockbuster. Don't end up like them. That company is, is long gone. It's so long gone that if you ask the teenagers of this time, they have no clue who, who, who you're talking about. <laughs> it's obsolete. It's a dinosaur. It's like it never existed. Don't be a dinosaur with your business. Don't go extinct because you made the wrong decision because you didn't move with the marketplace. Okay. Because you didn't rebrand your product as you saw the world moving. Okay. And um, another point I, I want to get into is correction points. I'll be talking about this in Becoming More Part 7. Um, Take Flight, the Turbulent series. what we'll be having in April. And in that series, we're going to talk about how we, when you launch a business. Okay. Just like a plane. And it takes time. And we're going to talk about that in the formulation stage where it takes time. Launch your business just like an airplane takes time. You, you don't just get in the airplane and you just go into the sky. You, you you need road to actually take flight, and it takes a little bit to get up off the ground, and then you're in the air, right? Well, you need correction points when you finally get in the air. There's gonna come a point in time, um and I'll use a plane as an example. Sometimes when a pilot and a co-pilot is flying. I'm flying a plane, a CEO and a CFO, or a CEO and a COO, and they're flying this plane, sometimes they may get off course. It, they may come off track. Sometimes the GPS is not working. And what they have to do? They have to figure out a way to get back on course. The second part of that, sometimes they run into what we call what? Turbulence. And You ever been on a plane and it gets bumpy? It becomes a bumpy ride, right? You're like, whoa, what's going on? That's because the plane is going through patches of clouds that are very severe, Okay because you're high up and that gives a rocky feeling to the plane so you're going through some turbulence and if you ever took a flight to another country a long flight a six hour flight a seven hour flight a five hour flight i've experienced this. i'm telling you there are going to be patches where you go through some turbulence right on that flight and what they have to do they have to make correction points they have to come out, sometimes you have to just ride the wave of that turbulence, and sometimes you can maneuver, the possible maneuver either above it or, or on top of it to get past the turbulence faster, and sometimes they can see the turbulence coming, and they can, they can now change the course. They was already on one course, but they see the turbulence coming, and so they change the course to go around the, the storm in the sky, to go around the heavy clouds in the sky, to go around the turbulence. That's a correction point. Guys, there are going to be times in your business, okay, that you have to understand that correction points are going to be made. This is the concentration stage and you have to concentrate on your business. You have to know that this is going to happen and you have to be in a focused mindset when this happens, okay? And it happens to everyone. No one is exempt. We're talking about big corporations, mom and pop stores. It doesn't matter. You're going to go through it as long as you have a business. Okay. For a certain amount of time, you are going to go through this. Now let's get into the final stage, which is actually the first stage, which is the formulation stage. Now, now this is a very, very important stage. Matter of fact, this stage is your foundation stage. Okay how you're forming the business. And again, this is going to take you one to three years. Okay. This is when you're doing the field work. Most CEOs don't want to do this. They hire people with their first business, their first time being in business. Never went to, I uh, no, don't have any experience in business. Never even went to business school to find out the fundamentals of it. No, they just ju- jumped on a women and, and dove right into it. And I respect that. I respect that if you made a plan and and you, you you had an idea and you you know you registered your business and you you mapped it out a bit and you jumped into it but one of the mistakes I've seen people make sometimes is that that's not the time to hire people yet. Mm-mm. You need to go out into the field. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who your what your business is. What's the face of your business? You're the face of your business. So you got to go out and knock the doors. You got to go out and make the calls. You got to go out into your warm market, your hot market, and your cold market. And if you don't, if you never heard of a hot market, I'll, I'll do a, uh, um, when you hear this this podcast, just make a comment on the, under whatever social media platform you hear it on, or make a comment here, or send me a message on the podcast, and I'll do a podcast on the hot market. A lot of people know what the warm market is, what the cold market is, but a lot of people don't know what the hot market is. Okay, so you're going to go into these three pockets of markets, and you got to do to do you gotta just do it like r williams say you just gotta do it you gotta go out there and get it done door by door business by business one-on-one by one-on-one company to company you gotta go out there okay and put your boots on step in the mud in the rain and get to work how can you build a company right or for other people's back where you didn't even do any work i mean real work i'm not talking about typing and clerical work I'm not talking about social media marketing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about connecting from person to person, from prospect to prospect, from customer to potential customer. And you're doing this on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly uh, trial, a yearly point. I've, I've done this for years in many different industries. Wake up and go to work. 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 Person after person, meeting after meeting, home after home, company after company. I did this. I still do it now. Right? I still do it now. Because it never fails. You have to go out into the field. You have to pick up that money phone and make sure you connect that money phone to your bank account. You will never get any deposits, only withdrawals which will leave your bank account on zero if you don't go into the field and build that foundation, okay? Another point of the formulation stage, this is where you're gonna use your money and time at the most, one of the most peak times. This is where you're gonna use your money and time. You need to put your money to work for you. I'm talking about beyond buying f- flyers and things, That's those things you need, but you need to put your money to work for you, okay? We're talking about creating referral fees, spending money on people you got a customer great pay that customer directly sometimes it's just best to give cash and you can use you could uh, you could use cash app if you don't know just google it it's a great great app you can use cash app as pretty much cash from one person to the next and you'll get a receipt so yes you i know some people have the people will, okay jay yeah you told me to just give cash but i can't track it for my business now i'm gonna write it off there's many ways you could write it off OK, but especially with cash app, you have an ability to write it off because it shows a receipt, especially if you put it in the details of that cash app. And so you send that, that, that money to that person immediately, immediately. They gave you a referral. Great. Pay them twice. Give them a, a, a you know, a $50, uh, or $25, whatever your number is to that person for thanking them for the referral. OK, and I can show you how to you say, well, Jay, I can't get everybody. $25 who just gives me a referral this referral could be nothing could be led to nothing it could just be a number in the name of someone they talked to for five seconds yes but what you're going to do is you're going to train your referrals your referees on how It's quick quit training two three minutes on how to evaluate a good potential referee in two three minutes and once you train those superstars who are getting referrals that $25 nine out, seven out of ten times will land on, on fertile ground so you pay that $25, you pay that $50 to them just for the referral. And then when the referral closes the deal, right, with you, then you pay them again. Cash. You do this over and over and over. Now, this is a very small technique that I did years ago. And I still do it to today. Why? Because it still works. It still works. Yes, you can give... Uh, incentives as far as, hey, you bring me somebody, you know, I'll I'll give you a better deal with your deal. Or, you know, you bring me somebody and I will, uh, I'll give you this extra piece to your deal. But I'm telling you the best motivation with people is money. That's what the M and money stands for when it comes to referrals. Money is motivation for them, especially when they can physically touch the cash. If You leave a meeting and you can physically give them cash for a referral after me and you have with them about their deal They're now going to consider you as their personal stream of income and you are you are now becoming a stream of income for them And they're becoming a stream of income for you Okay This is an incredible thing to master when you get good at this you will never run out of referrals and then you, after beating up those doors after beating up those those cold calls and those warm market calls, after beating up um, those homes and those places and people and things and companies you connected with then you, then after all those times you can live off your referrals Now I still do still do the, the, the door-to-door uh, house to-house communication the person to person communication the company company communication but the bulk of my business in any of my businesses comes from referrals because i've built a network over the last eight years from that actually a little bit more than eight years from that so i'm talking about people who don't even operate in one industry that i've built such of an incredible rapport with from eight nine ten years ago who connects me to people who need my product in that industry does that make sense okay and when you get good at that, you can go from the field after you put your blood, sweat and tears in it and live off of the referrals because you created a foundation for the referrals to come from. Hello. <laughs> Did you catch it? Are you following with me now? All right. Well, guys, I just want to end with here with it's been an incredible two, two part uh, podcast. I love when I get a chance to do two part uh, podcast with the four stages of business. Formulation, one to three years. Concentration, two to three years. Momentum is also, let's not forget, momentum is also two to three years. And the transition stage, your succession plan. So guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. And I am excited to let you know that we have gotten Mr. Quincy Sims um, to be on the podcast next week. When I tell you this man is going to break down leadership. He's going to break down motivation. He's going to break down consistency. He's going to break down. And when you hear his story, okay, when you hear his story, you will be amazed, motivated, and inspired. But on another note, you will also have increase and in value as far as what it takes to be a true leader who never leaves the field. You've been listening to J.K., the Moses of personal development, the Mr. Rogers of your neighborhood, and as I always say, As I always say, only busy bees make honey. And lazy bees, well, they make no money. Tune in next time, guys.